Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Got a new episode coming at you this week. This time I'm going to be going over a few things that I want to get off my chest regarding social media behaviors. But first, y'all know the rules. Drop that beat, please. Welcome back, welcome back. You're listening to the Mind of Mike J Podcast, coming at you with another episode. This time, I am subject to this week, excuse me, is going to be a few things regarding social media, or I guess what I'm going to call this episode is the cardinal sins of social media. These are things that I absolutely cannot stand, do not approve of, and would rather see people not do ever. It's basically my personal list so just to be very clear some i'm sure i'm not perfect i'm not trying to make sure everybody abides by my rules i'm sure you guys will agree with a lot of what i have to say and there's some other stuff you probably don't but hopefully some of these things bother you guys as much as they do me so i'm gonna go ahead and get started right at the top of the list silent scan number one Snapchatting things that are posted to your story. I have a real problem with this because, and I've said it on multiple occasions, this is just weird to me. I, I, I honestly don't understand. You, Everybody sees what's on your story. So I don't understand why you would Snapchat something to me specifically, knowing I'm going to turn around and pull up your story and see it anyway. I've just never understood that. I guess you want to make sure that I say it. Like, what is the what is the mentality? People that do this, what is y'all's mentality behind it? Are you Snapchatting it to... Are you sending stuff specifically to the people that you really want to make sure see it? And then you go to your story? I guess, I guess that's what's going on. I really don't get it because even on your story, Snapchat allows you to see who's viewing your stuff. So you'll know if the person you wanted to see saw it or not. I really don't get it. Not only that, personally, it just kind of makes me feel like, well, dang, what the heck? I'm just one of these other people. I'm thinking I'm special. You're sending me something on Snapchat. I'm opening it up. Come to find out it's on your story. Now I don't know how many people you sent that crap to. It's just very, it's, I don't know. It kind of makes me feel like, well, dang, I thought I, I thought this was something special. I thought this was something between me and you. Like this might be an inside joke or, you know, something we could go back and forth about, but no, it's just all over your story. Everybody had it. Everybody saw it. Everyone gets to laugh with us. We can't share this moment together. Whatever. Moving on. Silent scan. All right. Next thing is ghost following. Ghost following, I'm sure, bothers a lot of people. It especially bothers me. If you follow my stuff, if you laugh at anything that I say, if you like a picture that I posted, anything at all. How hard is it to click the like button? How hard is it to thumb stuff up? Especially, that's so annoying when people make references to something that I said, but you never liked, or a post that I made, but you didn't thumbs it up. You didn't comment something. Oh, it's nice to know that people are... It's not a big deal. I don't want to sound like one of these people that's out here just hoeing for likes, but it's nice to know. It's nice to get that approval. I know people that get... 
30, no less than 30 likes on pretty much anything that they post. Y'all know somebody. Y'all, y'all, everyone knows somebody like that on Facebook. They'll put up, they can put up anything. They'll post anything, get all kinds of people will thumbs it up for no reason. And I know I'm funnier than them. So I'm sitting here like, well, what the hell? If I, I have to post some gold to get 30 likes on something, it has to be like one of the most creative things I've said in a long time for me to get 30 likes on anything. I see, I see some chick the next day talk about, hope everyone has a great Tuesday, 49 likes. What the hell? I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm just saying. Anyway, next up. Silent scan. Uh, headline outrage. This is a this is a, a very weird um, thing that a lot of y'all do. Uh, you like to, I guess, just read headlines and get upset at the headline um, and not read the articles of the stuff that you're posting. Like, perfect example of headline outrage. And, see, and, I, and I'm not going to necessarily blame it on on uh, on all of you as the viewers or the consumers of this stuff. A lot of the media, and I tried to allude to this before in one of my previous episodes, but you guys got to understand the media likes to draw people in. They want to draw you in and get a reaction from you based on the headline. And then when you read the and then when you read the content of the article, it'll be something completely different. So, just for the sake of not making yourself look dumb, I would definitely recommend that you guys read the stuff that you read the articles that you post or read anything that you comment on and not just base your entire reaction on the headline. Perfect example, there was a a couple weeks ago, there was a some bogus article floating around that like black women were planning to boycott the Black Panther movie because the because one of the actors, Michael B. Jordan, was apparently dating a white chick. And the the backlash or the response to that supposedly to that headline was so far outnumbered the people that they were apparently responding to. The the folks coming back, it was a whole bunch of you went on I went on Twitter all I saw was a whole bunch of dudes reacting to it, going, uh, oh, so we can't, so when, when they date outside their race, they praise it, but when we do it, it's a problem. And I'm looking around, and I'm trying to find who actually said this, and no, I'm just saying it. It was so hard to find someone actually that had a problem with the Black Panther movie. All you saw was a whole bunch of people reacting to it. So it almost led me to believe no one actually said this. They just put something out there and got a reaction out of y'all. And that happens so often. I really wish people wouldn't do that. So I just want to throw that out there. <coughs> oh, sorry. Needed a drink. It was dried out. Anyway, moving on. Next subject. Silent scan. Roasting with grammatical errors. This is a big one for me. I really have a problem with people that do this. If you are going to try to talk in a condescending manner, if you're going to try to... Because, see, the thing is, when you're roasting or trying to come back or, like, make some witty comeback at me, you're trying to talk like you're smarter than me, even if you're playing around. 
You're trying to come at me like you're smarter than me. That's impossible to do if you spell words wrong or if you use bad grammar. I understand a lot of people go, it's just social media. You know, oh my God, the, oh, the grammar police. No, I mean, you, you should still make an effort to spell stuff correctly. That's all I'm saying. It's, it, like I said, it looks bad when you're trying to sound smarter than someone and you can't spell. That literally makes no sense. If you're just trying to make a general point and you're just talking and it's an original post that you're making, that's fine. You're allowed to misspell stuff. We all do it. I get it. I'm not going to be one of these people that's going to see you type a whole bunch of real stuff and correct you. And the only comment you see from me after you just spit a whole paragraph of truth is me going correcting you because for the correct use of you, your and you are. Like, come on, I'm not going to be like that. I'm not going to be that guy. But if you are trying to, if you're going to come at me and I didn't send for you, at least spell correctly. That's the least I can ask for. Just a thought. Silent. Uh, next up, Snapchat timers. This is not really a problem. This isn't an individual thing that anybody does. This is just, this is a general problem I've had with the overall development of the Snapchat app for a long time. I miss those damn timers. I remember, I miss the days where you could click on somebody's story and you had some kind of indicator on exactly how long that mug was about to be. It used to be they had the little numbers, then they had the little dial up in the corner that would tell you how long it was about to go on. Now I don't know what I'm getting into. I pull somebody's story up. I don't know what's about to happen. I might come back 15 minutes later wondering what the heck happened to half my day. I'm not sure. I really miss that. And the reason why I miss it is because of some of the stuff that y'all do, which is going to be my next point. Silent scan. Putting concerts, singing in cars, any unnecessarily long Snapchats. That's going to tie into, that basically ties into my last point, but that has to, that has to stop. There's no reason, enjoy the damn concert. There's no reason to put the whole thing on Snapchat. How are you enjoying the concert and you're filming it at the same time? There's no way you're doing both. Enjoy your damn thing. You paid money. You paid a whole bunch of money to get these tickets. You get in there. You might've had to dress up. You bring your friends or whatever, and you are filming? That doesn't make any sense. You spend the whole time to have your phone out and film? That's dumb. Enjoy the damn concert. Also, singing in the car. Listen, I understand. You're having a good time. It's all good. You want to put it out there, and your jam just came on. It's a song you haven't heard in a while. Whatever it is, give us the hook and go away. I'm not trying to watch you sing the whole damn song in your car. Oh, snap that. That's that's dumb. That's dumb. Stop it. That's foolish. Anyway. Silent scan. Arguing with strangers on the internet. Listen, I'm one of the worst people at this, so I'm not going to necessarily get too... I'm not going to necessarily get on y'all too hard 
for this, but because I like I said, I do it. But serious, seriously, y'all, you can't fix the internet. It's one of those. That's that's not my. That's not original. I, that's not my, one of my original phrases, but it sh- but it should be because I really like that phrase. You can't fix the internet. You just can't. There's literally there's no reason. Stop arguing with folks that you don't know on in, on the internet. Hell, you can't. You can barely argue with people you know now. People you've known since high school be saying some of the dumbest crap ever. And next thing you know, you're 30 comments later. You've been buried in your phone. You're going back and forth with this dumb SOB. But listen, but even more of a reason. You can barely talk to people you know nowadays over certain issues. You know you can't talk to a stranger. Just just stop. It, I know it's hard. I know you want to put somebody in their place. Listen, people on the internet... The internet allows stupid people to have a voice okay and stupid people nobody talks to them in real life so they don't care about logic they don't care if you made a point they're not going to acknowledge that you made a point they're not going to try to make sense they're just going to talk okay they're just going to do it because no one talks to them in real life because they're stupid and nobody and nobody has tolerance for stupid crap but when they get on the internet all of a sudden they're allowed to pretend like they're making sense they can make 18 straight comments, get no thumbs up, and act like they're spitting truth. It's just, just stop. I'm telling you, save yourself a lot of frustration, and I am really should take my own advice again, because I'll probably argue with somebody tonight on Twitter or something. But, it is what it is. Just want to throw that out there. Silent scan. Next up, Snapchat rants. Another one that I love to do. I ran on Snapchat all the time. I like watching other people ran on Snapchat. I think it's a great opportunity to really get your point across. I think they can be funny. But please, please, if you use any kind of, if you use a, any kind of filter that alters your voice, any of them voice altering filters, I'm not listening to your stuff. I can't. I can't listen to that chipmunk voice or any other kind of, voice altering stuff. I'm not going to do it. Okay, this, this shit's frustrating. I want to hear your voice. I don't want to hear the squeaking in my phone for 5 minutes. I'm not trying to deal with that. Use your own voice, okay? I know now some of y'all got really weird annoying voices, so you know, maybe some of y'all might need to use the chipmunk feature. Everyone else just talk normal. Okay? Maybe it's and maybe that's easier for me to say being a comm major, taking classes in public speaking, and not being afraid to say what I gotta say in front of whoever. I don't know, maybe that's just me. But just just wanted to throw that 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 crap's that crap's annoying. And a lot of y'all don't even know how a lot of y'all didn't even know how to rant. Okay? There are certain things that are worth you can't you have to sound mad if you're rant. Like some of y'all I know you're trying to pretend to be mad. But we can tell you're you're just not an angry person. I can pretend to be angry, okay? I can give off the impression that I'm mad, even though I'm not. Some of y'all, it's very clear you've never. It's very it's clear you don't yell, you don't yap like you don't cuss. Some of y'all aren't good at cussing, so uh, it's it's that cussing is an art form. You gotta drop f bombs at the right place, so. Just leave the ranting to the experts, long story short. Silent scan. 
All right, next up is asking people to block you if they don't like what you post. This is probably one of my favorite ones to get into because this is a really, really weird phenomena that we have come across in the last year or two, or at least that's when I've started noticing it. Y'all be... Y'all are so excited to get blocked nowadays. Everyone is so happy. Like, people get blocked nowadays. They're like, yes! They're screenshotting it. Look at this guy that blocked me. Look how sensitive he is. Look at how controversial I am. Stop it. Most of y'all ain't controversial, okay? Y'all are really... Most of y'all are really not saying nothing that's that... That's that... That's really that controversial. Most of y'all are just annoying. And it's it's weird to me that people are so excited to piss other people off. Like, you judge the... I don't know when we started this, but everybody wants to be like... Everybody judges their, um, I guess, their ability to speak by how many people get upset at what they say, not necessarily how many people agree. Um, And that's just weird to me. I don't know when that started, um, because I feel like there's a select few people, I guess, in the media and on social media that have found their niche in being controversial. Um, A lot of them, a lot of political folks, that's their their shtick. You know, they want to be, they get you fired up and they get you, you know, they, they offend people because they speak truth or I guess their version of the truth in a very, very crass or aggressive, assertive manner. And that's not for everybody. That whole, that's not for everybody. Most of y'all, like I said, most of y'all just annoying and you just sound stupid when you talk. And you turn... And then when people say something about it or when anybody tries to contest your points, you just act like people are offended. I hate that word offended so much now, like y'all don't understand, because being offended is like the stupid person's ace in the hole. Like that's their their thing. If If what somebody's saying is stupid and you call them out on it, they'll just say you're offended. It was like, oh, you're offended. No, I'm not offended. I'm just saying that that seems weird that you would say that. Like, I don't know why we can't talk to each other anymore. And I think that's, in all seriousness, I'm not even trying to make jokes right now. I really do believe that we have so many problems with each other now because we just don't, we don't talk. We don't have conversations. People don't know how to speak. People just want to. Like I said, you just want to say something and you just want to throw something out there and when someone tries to get some clarification from you, you want to turn around and call them offended. Like, I, I don't I don't get that. And why are y'all, and why are you happy to offend people? Just because I guess somewhere in the last year or so we decided that if anyone is and if anyone sounds upset or sounds offended, then that automatically makes you right. Like the first person to get offended is the one that loses the argument, regardless of the content 
or the or regardless of who is you know making the most points or who regardless of who's making the most sense it's just the first person to sound emotional i just don't get it i don't understand where that where that thought process came where we started doing that but long story short if you want if you want to get blocked so bad you do it don't ask other people to block you block block people yourself you know who you're directing that to when you say that people should block you if they quote unquote don't like what you post. Go ahead and block them. You know who you're talking about. You won't tag them. So just go ahead and block them and move, and move on about your business. But most of you aren't saying stuff worthy of being blocked anyway. Like I said, you're not saying anything controversial. You're either just dumb or you're annoying or both. Learn to talk, learn to have a conversation. Rather than just resort to assuming everybody everybody's hurt or everybody's offended by what you post. It's just oh man, that's annoying. Anyway, moving on. Silent scan. Alright. Uh, and then we got Looking for Counseling on the Internet. That's right, I wanted to throw that one out there because looking for counseling on the internet is one of those things. When I say, and I'm sure you're saying, I'm sure y'all are saying, what does he mean looking for counseling on the internet? It's when looking for counseling, you, 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 okay, y'all have all seen this kind of post where somebody, somebody go, goes to their timeline. Someone goes to Snapchat or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram to say, to put out some, to put out like a really, really dark like about some really really dark general statement that makes it sound like they're going through something tough but they won't be specific but they they kind of don't want it it's like a really passive it's said in a really passive aggressive tone like i want you to message me but i'm not going to say that i want you to message me um like oh i'm so i'm just sick of everything and everyone i need to get away from here forever I might just pack up and leave tonight and never come back. How many of y'all seen a post like that or know what I'm talking about or know somebody that posts some crap like that? Listen, I understand we're all going through stuff and we all have our ways of dealing with it. I think it's really tacky when social media becomes the place that you deal with it. That's all. Everybody doesn't need to see that. Y'all should all have friends and maybe you don't. Maybe you don't have anyone to talk to. Maybe you legitimately have no friends and no family and just a whole bunch of followers but that don't give a crap about you. But I have a hard time believing that most of y'all don't have one person that you... At least one person that you can talk to when you're going through some stuff like that. It just looks tacky to me when you look to Facebook or you look to social media to try to get to try to get people to, oh, I hope everything's okay. Are you all right? And you turn around and apply, yeah, yeah, girl, I'm okay. But I don't stop it. Wasn't nothing wrong with you. That's, I mean, that's what I'm thinking when I'm, and maybe I'm sounding a little bit, um, uh, what's the word? Maybe I'm sounding a little bit heartless or I guess non-empathetic. What's the opposite of empathetic? Um, you guys know what insensitive? Uh, maybe that's what I'm doing, but and, and that just seems that just seems tacky to me. 
That's that's all. I I would rather. Like I, said, I feel like everyone has someone to talk to, or maybe you don't. Maybe there's people that you can. I feel like everyone has people to talk to or people that can help you resolve these issues. Social. I don't think there's anyone on social media that can make you. I don't think there's any conversation on social media that you can have. I have never in my life been really going through something and had a conversation with someone in my comment section and gone, oh man, you know what? I feel so much better. Or had someone subtweet me or get in my hop in my mentions on Twitter and after having that conversation be like, you know what? I feel a lot better. No, those those conversations are had. Text, normally phone calls, in person, stuff like that. That's how you get better. That's how you really heal. So, you know, cut that out. Silent scan. And last but not least, this is probably my favorite one. It is one I've been talking about for a long time, but this is my pretty much my number one cardinal sin on social media. Following people or pages or accounts that you don't like. For some reason, this is another one that I have really just noticed a lot of happening recently. And it's just been, it's just one of these things that I really have been just, I don't understand it. If you constantly find yourself just not liking anything at all that comes off somebody's page, or you're constantly talking, you're constantly just negative, 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 you hate everything that they post, I can't believe they'd say that, I can't believe, just unfollow them. ESPN, perfect example. You go to anything ESPN posts, you'll see a a bunch of people talking about how much they hate it, how much the network sucks, how much the ratings are going down, how much this, this, and that. Just leave. Just leave. I don't understand why you would feel the need to hop on ESPN's page every day and talk about how much their show sucks. But you're commenting. But you're commenting on the page. It can't suck that bad because you got up this morning. You you had to manually... ESPN didn't show up on your feed. You got up this morning, scrolled down, looked for something that ESPN posted, and went to go comment to talk about how much they suck. That makes no sense. That literally makes no sense. Or when... I mean, I'm just saying, in as a, as a general rule, and I think you would have a lot more... We would just have a lot more positivity... If we stop following people that we don't like, I'm not saying is if you disagree, I'm not saying surround yourself only with people that agree with you. Like I'm, I'm all for having a friendly discussion, but if you just can't seem to agree on anything and it's just nothing but negative, 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 negative. You constantly find yourself talking crap about just just unfollow the page. I don't understand. I literally don't understand why people do this. It's one of the weirdest things. Again, for anybody that's listening, especially if you're in the sport, go to es go to ESPN's page. Next time you say go to ESPN's page, you'll see nothing but people complaining all day long. NFL, same thing. Every week, 
I saw people on I saw people every week talking crap about how bad the NFL was, how nobody watches it, how no one's gonna be watching it in a few years, how they're about to unfollow and they're gonna unsubscribe and oh this is the last straw. I've had enough with these so leave. You didn't announce when you followed, you didn't announce when you subscribed, there's no need to announce on your way out. Be gone. And that's pretty much all I have to say about that. That is going to take us to the half. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a minute. I'm going to be talking about this whole LeBron free agency with the Warriors deal. Again, and that was halftime. You guys will have to excuse me for the extra long break. And if I sound a little bit backed up, I've been a little sick this week, but not one gonna let that stop me, especially not tonight. A little bit of a runny nose, no big deal. So if I sound a little bit backed up, that is the reason why. But I wanted to real quick touch base on this whole. So apparently LeBron James is looking at possibly, maybe, we don't know, going to the Golden State Warriors. And I I don't necessarily, I have a problem with it from the sense of I don't see the point in, I think it's kind of tacky for him to make the big presentation on his way out of Cleveland make a big presentation to come out, come back to Cleveland. Like I could kind of just, I could definitely justify him leaving Cleveland the first time. He had been there for seven years. They had really never gotten better. The best thing they could do was grab 30 something year old has beens past their prime. And I was supposed to be his help, quote unquote. Um, so I could understand that one. Carrying the team every year, no big deal, you leave. Goes to Miami, then goes, you know what, I want to come back to Cleveland. I want to deliver on what I started. I understood that part. You came in, you said Cleveland was where you wanted to win. You said you wanted to bring a championship. You're coming back to do what you said to do. He wins a championship in Cleveland. Now he's going to play, apparently, for the Golden State Warriors of all places. I would have really kind of thought it was tacky for him to leave at all. But the Warriors of all places, I oh, I don't I don't know if I can defend this one. I really don't. I I really tried to open my eyes to this whole uh player freedom movement that LeBron has kind of tried to usher in. Because that's the thing that nobody really understands. I think LeBron's number one MO has been about making money, building a brand, and turning, turning, making himself, turning the NBA into a player's, a player's first league. I think that's real, and and I think he's done a good job of doing that. If you think about it, 
I think more so than winning championships, that's what he's kind of cared about. Is the NBA is now, and it's kind of always been this way since Jordan, but it's like this in no other league. LeBron is bigger than the NBA. The NBA is watchable because of him. When he makes a free agency announcement, the whole league stops. Hell, the whole world basically stopped when he was about to leave Cleveland. And what you're seeing now is players are getting much bigger salaries. Players are, you know, players are going with other guys and being around folks that they want to play with. They're going to play in team with teams and cities that they want to play for and not feeling bad about it. LeBron kind of ushered it all in. And whether you feel like it's good or bad for the game, that's your personal opinion. But what you cannot dispute is that NBA is a player's first league for sure. The players are in control. In any other league, if if all of a sudden Ezekiel Elliott wanted out of Dallas, for example, you would assume there's something wrong with Zeke. You would think it's the Dallas Cowboys. What What's going on? What's Zeke's problem? That's a team first league. No player is bigger than the team in the NFL. If a player wants to leave a team, you're going to assume there's something wrong with the player. You don't assume there's anything wrong with the team. LeBron wants out of Cleveland. You say, what's wrong with Cleveland? Kobe Bryant wants to leave the Lakers back in the day. Had he wanted, you say, what are the Lakers doing to lose Kobe? What are the Cleveland Cavaliers doing to lose LeBron? This is the only league where we say this. And I think Michael Jordan kind of started that. Michael Jordan was the first guy that was really bigger than the league. LeBron has really taken that to the next level. Now we have guys, like I said, guys want to play where they want. They know they can get paid. They don't have to worry about compensating too much on their paycheck if they want to go to another city. There's not this obligation to play in the city that drafted you forever. There's a lot of freedom with negotiating and op and, and guys have options. So you make sure so as from from a player standpoint, you're always getting the best deal. And like I said, whether you think that's good or bad or whatever, I'm not sure. But long story short, Cleveland or LeBron, excuse me, leaving Cleveland, going to Golden State First of all, Golden State, I don't even know why they would do that. They can't keep everybody that they got. It's not going to be like when Kevin Durant came over and you get rid of Harrison Barnes. And it's a. Uh, and I, Harrison Barnes is my boy, but Kevin Durant is a clear upgrade. And you keep everyone else. This is different. LeBron comes over. You can't keep everybody you got. Somebody's got to go. Um, I'm not sure. How Clay, Draymond, Iguodala, somebody's got to go. I would assume Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, those are your star players. You're gonna you gotta want to mix LeBron in with those guys. I don't know what they're gonna do with the rest of them. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure how this works, and I'm not sure if Clay or Draymond leaves. If even if you add LeBron, are they necessarily a better team for that? The Warriors are as close to a perfect team as you're gonna get. They got two MVPs. They've won 
won two they've won two championships within the last couple years. They have they've won two championships in three years, excuse me. They are they won seventy three games a couple years ago. They're pretty much unbeaten, and they could do it again if they really wanted to, but I think they know they can't afford to go all out in the regular season and expect to go far in the postseason again. But what I, what I thought was humorous on top of all this was all the people saying, oh man, LeBron's legacy is tarnished, I'm going to stop watching the NBA, all this and that, stop it. Everybody, there's not one person that already hates LeBron that can possibly hate him more. If you get if you already LeBron is such a polarizing figure, you got people that basically that are like really really big fans of the guy or just hate his guts. There's no in between. Everybody that can't stand LeBron already and says he's not the greatest player or whatever the heck, you're going to keep saying it whether he stays in Cleveland or not. So your opinion is invalid. I'm sure there's a couple people that are, that are fans of his now that wouldn't approve of Golden, going to Golden State, but has it really hurt? Has it really hurt Kevin Durant? I mean, I, I'm sure there's some, there's a, a few people kind of sticking around, but for the most part, I don't think Kevin Durant's sweating it. He's got a championship. He had a whole bunch of people after he won saying he should be respected. He outplayed him. Now, now he's got people like Skip Bayless saying he's the best player in the NBA. If you win, moral of the story, as long as you win, winning shuts everybody up. Kevin Durant went to Golden State and he started winning. If LeBron goes to Golden State and he starts winning, regardless of what faux outrage there is, he'll it'll be fine. It's no big deal. I was saying this on Facebook. Golden State is going to be the best team in the NBA whether LeBron's got them or not. They will be the overwhelming favorites to win the title. Whether LeBron is there or not. LeBron is going to keep having the same old people over and over again. Just keep talking about how much he sucks and how much he whines and how much he cries and how much he can never be Jordan. Y'all are going to keep saying that regardless of what he does. So if I'm LeBron and I think in, you know, in the court of public opinion, there's nothing I can do to change their view of me. Why not go to Golden State? I would go as far as to say you LeBron haters are the reason for this. Because you kept over and over again. You just kept talking about, you just kept repeating the same talking points. How many finals he's lost and all this other stuff. And how much, you know, you don't want to hear any more comparisons to Jordan. And you just kept saying it. So if I'm LeBron, I'm gonna I'm thinking, well, there's nothing I can do to change my view in the court of public opinion anyway. Might as well just go to Golden State, play with the best team, not have to work as hard, maybe get to play a few extra years. Because I'm with a young, a much younger Kevin Durant and Steph Curry that can pretty much carry the load while I'm here. Just some food for thought. But anyway, guys, this has been the Mind of Mike J podcast. I appreciate everybody listening. New episodes every week. In the meantime, again, I let me know what you guys think. But I am, from the meantime, signing off, and I will see y'all hopefully next week.